Mic check, mic check, one, two, one, two. What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Locker Room Podcast. This is our first episode of Swish Stories with Paul and Julie, owners, founders, creators of Contra Coffee and Tea. What's up, y'all? Not much. What's popping? Took us 30 minutes just to get this set up. <laughs> <laughs> hey, good things hey, take time. Good it. things yeah. take time. Yeah. How we all been? It's been it's been a couple days. No, I've been good. A couple man. days. It's yeah. not like we see you guys. Yeah, we're always like running in and out of the shop, I feel. Yeah, yeah. You just guys like are always catching busy, you guys though. and then No, nah, it's been busy. It's been a busy last couple of days. Hey, not just like good. professionally, but like personally too. Um shout out to Julie's. I have a nephew now. We yeah. made last week. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of people were like really interested on it. Like, oh, like, what, what, what's going on? Like, huh? Like, what are they doing? And yeah. Like, uh, well, you know, it's always cooking. <laughs> always cooking. No, I think just trying to find, uh, you know, talented young people like yourselves. Like, you know, that little Appreciate anecdote it. I posted because it's like what we want to do here at Contra is like showcase what community can really do. Yeah. And it doesn't necessarily always come out in like the biggest piece of grandeur like everything that we've built over these years and i'm sure julie could attest to this too it's the slow grind it's like i wouldn't be doing anything else like we want to see people who we can observe and be like oh they'd be doing this for free also too if there's an opportunity to like do something like great and i would encourage that for you guys but um at the end of the day i know what you guys are doing this for it's like you're doing out of friendship you're doing out of like Mm -hmm. connection you're doing the common interest and we want to support that so yeah. thank you that's kind of it like i mean you guys have been around mark and i basically since the beginning of our friendship this is crazy that is true but you like you guys see the way mark and i act around each other yeah. and it's like the way we act and the way we just like work together is like on one a weirdly professional level for how close of friends we are yeah mm-hmm. and two is like the level I think of creativity we just developed within ourselves, which honestly, like some of the stuff like Mark has made or like some of the stuff I've done, I would have never expected out of myself or him. I agree. Nice. I agree. I mean, like it, it's just where we're at right now with how content's created, how much faster you can come to market with things. It's impressive. Cause it's like, I mean, if you have the tools to do it and the know how, like do it. The reason why I, we don't do it at Contras because it's just like, no, we're cool with being us. Like, I'm, I don't hate on anybody else that does it that way, but it's more so uh, I I wish I had more time to, like, focus in on that. But I think where I'm at in like uh, my career and this journey is, like, I'm kind of in overseer mode now. Yeah. And yeah. not to say that I can't do nothing. Hey, how do you know when you're old? we even use the word sorry, overseer I've been playing when it hits me that like when 2k24 comes out I'll be playing 2k for a, a decade oh, oh my gosh I still remember when I got 2k14 bro holy cow man. FIFA 14 I remember playing like when you FIFA Mobile first came teens, out you guys are starting on the teens dude oh no, no. <laughs> no go ahead no, I didn't going, get my going, first going, console <laughs> until I was 10 were you playing on mobile you said? yeah I was playing on mobile FIFA that was like one of the first I think like mobile games now it's been yeah like what Wyatt's saying almost a decade bro what sure 
I mean, it's it's really cool to see how far it's come. Wasn't there like an NBA 2K3 or something? I think it started it with started like 2K2. Or, I thought it was okay. earlier than that. I thought it was. Like I remember playing that, Dreamcast and that days. was a Dreamcast long time. I think ago. I can't remember if the first 2K was AI on the cover too, because I remember when oh, I first came across it, it was Dreamcast on the edge of GameCube and Xbox and PlayStation 2, I think. But yeah, yeah, that that goes and dates how old I am. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Anyways. Yeah. Enough of this 2K talk. Let's get right into it. I mean, how is what is Contra? For for the people that don't know and have been living under a rock who haven't seen our Instagram videos, any Take of our away, stories Paul. over the past like three months. Yeah. What I is mean, Contra? I mean for me, right? And no one's living under a rock. We're in a small town, so it's okay. Yeah. Okay. It's, it's, it's for Anybody who follows the locker room who's living under a rock. Ah, uh, sure. If the if if the people who follow us and don't know about Contra, they're living under a rock. <laughs> this is where it's like, oh, insert elevator pitch here. Yeah, <laughs> I learned this in small. Business. Have an open mind. Listen to locker room. Yep. See oh. what you learn. For sure. Have an open mind. Try well, Contra. Yeah. 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 It's pretty pretty simple that way. But like Contra itself, you know, uh, Contra Coffee and Tea is a coffee shop out in Orange, California, where down the street from where y'all go to school at Chapman U. And basically, we've been in the neighborhood since 2017. Um, and we are a coffee shop. But aesthetically, it's not like a coffee shop that I, you know, you would normally synonymize with the college experience and like students. It's, it looks like a brewery. Yep. So it's got this like social energy to it. It's got this community energy to it without even like, if it's your first time in there, I hope you feel that energy. But really what it is, it's, it's a, it's a meeting hub of the minds. It happens to be disguised as a coffee and tea shop. Um, and me even saying that out loud, like it took me what eight years of us running this business to like have the confidence to say it as such. Cause like quickly it can be like, Oh, it's a coffee shop. It's like, it's more than that. And it's, if anything, this relationship with you guys, I would say symbolizes that like, it's not just, Hey, this is a place where you stop by and get your drinks. Like y'all made a friendship oh, here. Oh, absolutely. You know I mean? You'll yeah. meet like really cool people here. So at the end of the day, Contra is a growing culture. Is is it specific? Absolutely not. It's very wide open. Bro, I think Contra, like as a community in itself, is probably one of the most diverse communities I can think of. Wow. No, I, no, I, I, I mean, it's a lot. I'm yeah. serious. It's it's crazy because you, you get people in, in there. Yeah. You get parents. Like I, I, there's parents up there right now, like working on tattoo work, right? Yeah, there's like a you kid have little, co- yeah, right and in they the have, middle yeah, with their exactly. like placemat, yeah. yeah, and then you have us, two college kids who are trying to run a podcast. <laughs> then you have other college kids who are in there studying. Then you have you know middle aged people coming in there who are just going to get their daily coffee, right, or something like that. Then you have people, tourists stopping by, and then you have like the diversity of college students themselves is already big and you have all of that diversity coming to contra as well so you have like athletes you have the film students Mm -hmm. you have all the other you have business students you know communication students just every kind of walk of life just coming into contra yeah true yeah because i still like mark we still talk about this i still remember the first time i came here yeah and i walked in i was like yeah you like you said the energy is there yeah i'm like i'm looking around like they got the dame photos they got the sneaker <laughs> artwork 
Who we had all like people? the basketballs. I got the, you know, the vinyls and all that. And I was like, this place is almost like synonymous with everything I enjoy, which is like basketball, fashion, music, general pop culture. Man, you came in at a good time then because yeah. like these renovations happened before y'all started. Uh, wait. When no, we finished probably right when the holiday. school year started. Really? Yeah. Holiday. So we finished oh, in August. So we came in perfect yeah. timing. Yeah. Because before that, it wasn't always that way. And not to like, you know, it wasn't better or worse. It was just like. Different. It was different. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It was a different time in our in our career. So now that we're at this point, I'm glad that people like yourselves are able to like engage with it. Because now, I, in my opinion, where Contra is now is the purest form of it to date. Because I think before we were accommodating for a lot of industrial expectations, you know, and like what results needed to be and whatever, whatever. But fast forward to now, this is like, it's like a dream come true, really. Because for all of this time we've been grinding, that all of the hard work is now starting to pay off. And like I said, I attribute like, imagine, right? If we never even approached y'all, y'all would still probably be doing this. And getting to know the crew. And if anything, they would have been the face that you can like synonymize with whatever, whatever. And then maybe try to, you know, learn more about us that way. But. Well, you approached us. I think. Yeah, I did. Because we were, no, we were making the poster. Mark comes over and is like, I'm like, what do you think of this? He's like, yeah, let's go talk to them about it. I was like, all right, bet. Let's go. So all of a sudden we sit there. We talk for like 45 minutes. And we're like, and that's kind of where that that's relationship true. started. Yeah, because I was like, dude, wait, this is where we made the podcast. It's like this no, is where I mean, things happen. Yeah. Like, yeah. I wanna I wanna, you know, shout contra out. Yeah, yeah. Like Thank what you. in the short amount of time we've started, which is basically barely even not even a semester. Yeah, and I've I've told you this over months. It's like it's just like the amount of commitment and work you've put into getting it to this point. It's something that reminds Julie and I of ourselves, right? And I don't mean it to, I'm, what I'm about to say, I don't mean to sound pompous, but like that's rare because like as much people as we come in contact with on the daily and over the eight years of us being here, like y'all stick out. Yeah. And yeah. we Thank just you. met yeah. y'all because it's like, and this is like almost the one thing about having a career right you start to realize that there's a lot of people in your career yep and let alone that our career is something where it's like open to the public so people can come in any day um i, I always like take that into account yeah there's always that needle in the haystack oh for sure i think sometimes like and what i'm happy about this community is that like it feels like there's a bunch of easily like you can see the needles more clearly there's less hay and there's more needles yep so mm-hmm. like you we're more careful with picking them out for lack of better analogy. Right. Mm -hmm. And we are hyper aware of how rich our community is uh, and how like there's just so much like deep and rich people here. Hey, loyal too. Yeah. And I don't mean rich, obviously like clarify, (laughs) not rich as in money, like that, that rich as in cultured. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. So it's definitely that, um, no, and that's about how we we end up here, man. But I guess all in all, also to kind of just like talk about like what Contra is. It's it's at the end of the day, it's a small business journey that has not like we haven't woken up from yet. Too like what a lot of people don't know about our origin story is like farmers market grind, 
you know, getting every opportunity we can, saying yes to things that we probably wouldn't now, but like at the time we knew like there is sacrifices to be made. And like, I guess, you know, when it comes to like why it's a perfect fit for your sports podcast to be with us is because there's a lot of things we we poop. We hooped. Did I just say poop? Yeah. <laughs> I heard. Cut. <laughs> Don't nah, worry. No, I mean, we did. <laughs> Leave that in. Everybody poops. Nobody's yeah. above it. But I mean, that's the thing, right? It's like that grind. I, and we talk about this a lot just at home with each other. Like it is a product of us playing basketball. Yeah. Like that's why basketball is up on that vision wall. Like if people only knew exactly how integral sports is into this space, like in terms of the spirit of it, we've learned so many life lessons through that game, that silly little orange ball that we all chase. You know what I mean? So, yeah. Hey, it's white and black for me. <laughs> oh, you're colorblind. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no, you play soccer. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. Whoa, whoa, whoa. No, because, hey, you know, hey, I don't judge. It's, it's, people could be colorblind. I don't know. You never know. Yeah, Mark honestly wouldn't be hooping if it wasn't for me. No, hey. I, I can't lie. Why did introduce me to, like, to hooping here at Chapman. You know, he's still, he still got the soccer player build. Hey, hey bro, hey, hey I'm getting, just, I'm crazy on defense. Hey, I'm like Energy. six for six now on layups in the oh, last, like, two days. So, <laughs> let's go on that. You're not smoking any layups? <laughs> not we were, not we were still. We were Where not. do you guys play in? Or oh, is that your basketball class? Yeah, yeah basketball and class. Like and then, uh, yeah, Tuesday open gym nights. Oh, yeah. oh dude. We were. Dude, Wait, are we, we going to make a guest hit. appearance, Julie? <laughs> okay. Are we invited? <laughs> no, no, no. Ooh. Cam couldn't hit. You and Cam could not hit. You hit, you hit in the beginning and in the end. But yeah. through the the like middle part, <laughs> I don't know what was dance. going on, bro. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, the open gym's pretty packed. Yeah, it's in, it's yeah. super. I'd say it's inconsistent. Yeah, it is inconsistent because like this this uh, last Tuesday night, it's probably like forty people. Yeah, like forty, and then the last first week, one, like the first one, this semester was like eighty. Oh my no, bro, it was crazy. I I literally ended up ditching. It, it oh was so God. bad. I hate this because I ended up like ditching part because like I. Like, it was my first one to too. I was like, I can't lie. I was like, looking we a little ticked off. <laughs> no, I know, and I was like, and I texted you after. I was like, bro, yeah, like, no, my no, bad. No. Like, You're never gonna get on the court. <laughs> no, because like, like so I played people. him. No, because yeah, so I was trying people. to get him on my team, and then the guy who I was gonna play with was like, "Oh, we already got four. And I'm like, "Well, it's either like Mark and I don't have a team, or I'm playing now." And Mark could hop on the first, and Mark could just be like, be hop next. on another team yeah, and then sure. play yeah. me the first game. So that's what and I then did. What? I was just going to get tra- Mark to try and sub him for like one of our guys. Sure. And then like, so we played, beat oh Mark's God. team, and then Mark like just couldn't get on it, couldn't get on our team, and then just like, because no one wanted to Dude, sub. I was sitting, I was sitting on the but court for like, like 40 minutes. No, but there and was And I was like, can't like, get on, I'm just going to But did. there was literally like, dude, there was probably 80, 90 people there. I just got lucky because my team kept winning. Yeah. And we played like six games and we lost. And I was like, dude. That's how it goes, though. Because I felt so bad, too. Because I kept like, I would be on the court. I would like see Mark and I'd be like, damn. (sighs) But all right. In fairness, though, would you you want him to throw a game? Whoa. Okay. No, No. in fairness. In fairness, right? Because it's like you can't feel bad that like Mark's on the side. Right. Like that's the spirit of competition. No, but my thing was like right. he's my boy, and I wanted to play with. Yeah, <laughs> in an open gym environment, I get it. But yep. I'm yeah. asking you from your standpoint, like, would you want to throw a game? No. See. Yeah. So yeah. what ha- what like, needed to happen needed to happen. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. 
And it's just, it was just dude, you had a blast. You can't lie. You had fun winning like what six, eight games in a row. Oh, dude, bro, we it's were, not we were every cooking. day you come across a streak like that. Yeah, I mean, I guess to, yeah, we basketball is a perfect analogy for our our business journey here too with the contra mm. situation. It's like, yeah, you're not gonna be able to go on a streak. So when you do get a streak, you appreciate enjoy it way it. more. Yeah. yeah, you can be more present mm. to like enjoy it. Mm-hmm. So not nah, yeah. man. See that Giannis post conference? Yeah. Uh, I I saw I saw a clip of it when he just oh, talked about him. failure. Yeah. Or he had yeah, like a yeah. reporter and asking the, him like, "Oh, yes. was it a failure and he of the asked season?" Him, for apparently, you? he asked him the same question right. before. Was it a failure? And it was like, "Well, you're a p- reporter. Like, your uh, goal is to get promoted, right?" And yeah. he's like, "Well, yeah." And the guy's like, "Well, it, every year that you don't get promoted, do you consider that you're a failure?" Yeah. Right. It's, mm. it's the same thing and I think every aspect well, of life. Exactly. Is like, yeah. You got thirty teams and only one can be a champion. Right. Like, yep. No the, like the odds of you winning an NBA championship, like if we I don't know what the math is, is so incredibly it's so low. Slim. It's like shoot. I mean when you jump it all up next year, it's gonna be everybody even in the front end, but who knows? Yeah. Like, you never know. Like the Orlando Magic in the nineties was that young team that just like were able to mow through a Michael Jordanless Bulls and get through the Knicks, and those two teams were juggernauts in the '90s, and they end up in the finals against the Houston Rockets, who, on their way to facing the Magic, you might have to fact check me because like, uh, they were called Clutch City. This was like Kenny Smith, Mario Eli, uh, Vernon Maxwell. You had Hakeem Olajuwon, right? They had to like basically win three elimination rounds and they were basically on the brink of being eliminated all the time. And then they run up on the magic, this young team with young Shaq, Penny Hardaway, Nick Anderson, uh, uh, Oh, Dennis, uh, Dennis Scott shooting threes. I mean, the like year it was they a played squad. the Knicks. Was that the year they played the Knicks? Yeah. It? So it was first round. They won three, one, Conference semis, 4-3. Conference finals, 4-1. Then they won in seven against the Knicks. Yeah. I mean, it's crazy. That team was... It's a wild thing, right? Because it... The team was good, you too. You learn resilience, man. Wow. Like, you can't just, like, equate success to just a, a, a metric. This team was... Wait, hold on. Listen to this. You got Sam Cassell. Yeah, Mario young Al- Sam Cassell. Mario Lee. Robert Ori. Yeah, young Robert Ori, too. Vernon Maxwell, Hakeem, Kenny Smith, and Otis Thorpe. Yeah. Like, squad. Exactly. Just ones who want to win, you know. I think that's the yeah, biggest thing. Yeah, Robert Ori was a rookie that year. Yeah. That's he was crazy. actually going to be traded, too. He was going to get traded. There's a there's a documentary on NBA TV called Clutch City. It explains the whole two-year run. Uh-huh. And then at the end, they leave a cliffhanger. But they're like, well, what if Michael Jordan didn't leave for baseball? And then all the, obviously in competition all the rockets players are like we would have beat them too we would have beat a 96 97 98 bulls team like yeah sure like, you want to hold this for me <laughs> no joke right hold my beer <laughs> wait we y'all underage no 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 hold my contra drink we only drink go. contra fair um but yeah i mean like those lessons through hoop man like you can't you can't you can learn it in other places but in sport it's a lot accelerated a lot more accelerated but in this extra thing, like you bring up the Giannis thing, right? That press conference to me is like the evolution of the pro athlete now because the professional athlete doesn't define themselves off of championships anymore. And they have the right to define themselves however they want. I think the biggest thing is like 
the media or the big media can't keep up. They can't keep up. And like they still like they have to stand on. It's like some Dylan Brooks stuff, man. They have to stand on it. Like Stephen A has to be an antagonist or not antagonist, but hypercritical to the minutia saying the Clippers have to force Kawhi Leonard to retire. I mean, those are all things that are fine and dandy in like the greater sports stream. But like, man, are you really going to like ask that of a professional person? You didn't say, hey, you you've been sick. You can't work here anymore. Ah, I don't know about that. That's wild. That's interesting about sport as a vacuum like it. Competition. Yeah, there's only one champ. At the end of the year, like you said, but it doesn't make the whole thing meaningless. Mm-hmm. Like we talked about it last time, it was and, like the Damian Lillard yeah, thing, but which all ties back to what you're saying, like the amount of things that like had to go right for you guys yeah. to get here, mm-hmm. even for us, like the amount of things that just like ended up kind of cutting our way. Mm-hmm. Well, and, I like, think it was more just how it started, because the for me, uh, we were up here for interterm, so there's like not many people who are at school. And so I was just kind of hanging out by myself, you know, doing my own thing because like not a lot of my friends were up here. And then uh, one of my buddies who lives right below me, Daniel, I was just like, hey, like, what are you doing? He's like, yo, you want to come to lunch? I was like, sure. So I ended up going to lunch with him and I met Wyatt there. And then so I just started hanging out with uh, this group of guys, Wyatt, Daniel, Will. Charlie. Uh, yeah, and Charlie. Will wasn't there during the entertainment. It was just us four. Yeah, it was just us four. And then uh, I got a, we were just like getting into poker or something like yeah, that. Yeah, we just started like randomly playing poker. And, sure. And we were just talking business all of a sudden, boom. And we're like, let's do this. It was just like these was little just like this, tiny like, things. It was like how, like, how did that happen, you know? It was funny too because like I didn't, the way Mark, like, I would have never assumed, like, the first time I met Mark, we would have connected on, like, such a deep level of, like, sports. Because the amount of stuff, like, me and him, like, being, like, completely separate people, like, the amount of stuff we share in common is ridiculous. Bro, we're, we're on, like, the two opposite sides of Chapman. So, like, Chapman, I would say, has, like, two sides. There's, like, the athlete side and kind of just the non-athlete side, I would say. Why it's a part of that athlete side. And like going to open gyms and all that stuff. And I'm more part of the non-athlete side. And so it was like we have so many just common friends, right? But we've just never met because we've never been able to like overlap. Because he's all into basketball, whereas I'm into, you know, the soccer side. And the soccer people that I kind of hang out with aren't necessarily like on the athlete side because the the athlete side is more the people who are on like you know the d3 teams whereas the guys i was hanging out with who were like sports guys were the ones who are just you know older guys who just weren't on the teams just kind of playing the sport exactly yeah Yeah. (laughs) no it's crazy here we are now though yeah yeah absolutely and i mean we talk about and we i've talked about it kind of off top off camera with mark about the podcast is like what have we sacrificed oh, to do the podcast so much like we sacrifice like our social some of our social lives you know like just like general stuff but like mm-hmm. the amount of like i think positivity like me and him have gained off of it has been immense mm-hmm. immensely yeah. gotta hear powers through kind of what, what we've it, sacrificed but it's yeah. because think, it's always a perceived shortcoming in the moment Yep. And you're like, oh, like I go out and it's like, nah, I gotta edit. Do you know? Oh my god, gotta. yeah. 
I, I was just doing this with Ly. They're like, dude, come come over. Let's hang out. I'm like, bro, Is I this like, last got night? it. Yeah. 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 No, no, no. Last night? Or me? Yeah, it was last night, too. I was thinking about last we week. Lot. Last Friday. Friday. Because you wanted oh. me to come over at like seven, like uh, oh, six. Yeah. And I was like, bro, what? Yeah, no, I got to edit. it. Yeah. So, I, so they started at seven and I came around, what, 745 or something yeah. like that? So it's just like, dude, like, uh, I need to edit. Like, there's What's stuff I got to do. What's crazy is, too, like, for what it seemed like I was going to assume, like, just growing up and then finally I grew up, I would have assumed, like, when we started telling people about the podcast, I was explaining to people, like, dude, like, come on. Like, that's stupid. Like, what are you going to do with that? Or, like, you know what I mean? And people are like, oh, you're starting a podcast? That's sick. What? Like, and that, like, honestly – gave like everyone like the people we hang around like our, our respect for our time yeah be like oh you want to go ah nah i gotta record or ah nah i gotta go do this like you know i think it's a function of like you finding something worth putting self-discipline and and applying self-discipline onto yeah. yourself a lot of people don't get to find that at a young age uh-huh. and not a lot of people what, are even my passionate age about shoot. anything really yeah. well, i, I mean like yeah i really resonate with or yeah i resonate with you guys because in college i was if it wasn't basketball it was photography mm-hmm. like you're into photography no, oh she yeah she used to shoot, me about yeah, this. She used to this shoot stuff like, for like oc weekly and blah 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 yeah. for well, other like, businesses a lot of restaurants and stuff so this was yeah. before like so what i'm getting into this was before i'm getting into photography this time I'm buying, oh like, yeah i'm buying my first camera yeah. she just got she's ordered a new camera what'd you order no i got a That's i got a new drink, right? film camera yeah oh, that's photography it's like a half film, like Canon, uh, like I point and shoot. I was like, yeah. But I have like um, DSLR no, go ahead and everything. No, I have, yeah, I've been through like a lot of cameras. Because uh, right now, so I was talking to Leijer, who is the guy who filmed our con- uh, controversy. I yeah. was like, hey, like I'm looking to get in like, just like multi-use, like one so we can start filming our podcast when mm-hmm. we do like live stuff like this. So we're not using a phone. And then just like, I wanted to get into photography. It's just like another outlet of like creativity for me. Yeah. It's like, oh, these. So I'm looking in the the uh, Canon R50, which is, is that like, a mirrorless? No, I think it's a DSLR. Okay, I I but might be. It's crazy. I need to get into like this whole just photography like, stuff, but it's so cool. Yeah, yeah. especially like, like Paul and I talked about this with J squared. Oh sure, yeah. And like what the he's doing is like basically like the next version of like Casey Athena, but he's got like his own flair in his own way, like with Jordan Poole and just being like this average dude who's just like, yeah, basically I mean, at being, least seemingly average. Ten, right? 10 years ago, there was no one that was into photography. So I was like, I thought I was the one that was Pioneer. like, no, legit. Hipster. I was like, I'm not <laughs> well, like, that what people no, I mean, were saying no. too? Fa- well, like, crazy fact, you know, Pyology, that pizza chain. No, I've no. never heard of it. It's to be similar. With you. So biology like was Blaze. the one. Blaze, no, Blaze kind of thing. So biology was first. Biology was first, and then Blaze oh, kind of and then bit off too. of biology, and then uh, what's that? Pizza press. Pizza press. It's all yeah. kind of that. But I yeah. took photos for all the biologies. Really? Yeah, they're huge. Hey. But this was years ago. Oh, this is funny. When no one had their like iPhone yeah. cameras oh. and like, yeah. and this is like the bigger idea of like how you get so passionate about something and then it just kind of fizzles and then you have to give take a break and then you can like rediscover it again yeah Yeah. so honestly though that rediscovering part Mm -hmm. 
this one makes it so it's much like rediscovering better. an old yeah. song like so you used like, to listen to and like i used to bake all the time i used to like cook a lot and i had like a food blog all this stuff and i poured all those skills that i like focused on when i was in college like on my own into contra so this it's is something crazy how that comes full circle it's, yeah it went does. full circle so now i'm like going back to what it's, you're saying about like turning your lose. passions into something yeah and like it might finding not be clear new hobbies now. again mm. so now i'm like at that stage where i'm like oh shit like what do i have Ooh, she said bad wood. Sorry. I don't it's okay. view those hobbies as like hobbies anymore mm. because yep. it's a part of Contra. And I'm, right. I just have to do it. So I, I always want to ask you this. Are you okay with that? That your hobbies turned into a function of your business? Hardest question today. <laughs> no, because I've never asked you this. Yeah. Right? Because we, yeah. we live another and life I'm like, off, yeah. out here. And I'm right? like right. realizing these things as I like talk to. Sure. But... I think, I think I'm okay with it because it shows that I've put so much time mm-hmm. into these things yeah. that it like. It it's paid off. It's paid off, yeah. right? And I can attest to that as well. The only thing that I have not lost is basketball. Yeah. So I have basketball. Ask my her, only break. Her basketball journey. So Talk like me, yeah, we, we, we at the shop, you. calm. Yep. When I'm on the court totally different I want to see this because I feel like that's literally why as well it's a different fire that I have it's like like you're a completely different person yeah I have like a business like contra fire and then I switch over to like basketball basketball like or just like Like a singular focus thing you probably you probably know this the second I put my shoes on no 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 no. I know I can like sense it with Wyatt the second he goes into that basketball <laughs> mode. You can probably attest to that with her too. Oh, word, yeah. You just know exactly well, when they're like that, yeah. that switch happens. So like no, we get along. When it's we first met in college, Paul how Paul wanted to get with me. Wow. He was like for the record he, we're engaged. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, let's go. Recently. Recently, recently. Thank you. Thank been you, thank together you. for a long time. No, long ass time. But Paul knew that I played basketball. So he was like, oh, like, hey, let, uh, let's yeah, it's like, let oh, me like, check it out. Let's start like a co-ed uh, intramural team. I'm like, OK, cool. Like I have friends. It's even that- deeper than that, too, because it's, it's also a conjunction with like overlapping social circles. Yeah. So basically but, there was. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was I mean, playing a lot of flag football and yeah. my one of my best friends to that. She had a cousin who played intramural basketball and that you knew him. I knew mm-hmm. that. And then they. Yeah. But go ahead. Yeah. But this was like how competitive I was in college. Paul didn't know. So we were playing we were playing <laughs> oh, on the same team and we were no. going. And then I'll admit pro- basketball at the time. I was in my, was in my zone. Mm-hmm. And then Paul gets on Paul subs in. And then I think he like maybe misses a layup or something. <laughs> oh, and oh, he no. like hangs his head. Oh, no. And I hate oh, no. when people give up on the court. You know that like Mark knows. Yeah. yeah. And Mark knows like, it's oh, like, I don't care if you like miss a shot. Yeah. But if yeah. you show that you're like, yeah. it's like, that oh, thing I'm too. I'm going to sub myself out. That's, That's why like, I love playing with Wyatt. Because I'll give up sometimes. Uh, like, I, I see myself on the soccer field, dude. I don't really have that. Like, soccer friends, like, dude, let's go. Let's, let's get this mm-hmm. on. Uh, but playing basketball, it's like, I'll, you know, I'll mess up. I'm like, damn. Or like I'm just hurting. Mm-hmm. Like I got shin splints, bad shin splints, oh. and so my shin splints will start going. And I'm just like, damn, bro, I just like want to chill. And why well, it's like, bro, let's go, let's go. 
and he just gets me back into that zone because he's already in that zone. Yeah. And so seeing him in that zone puts me back yeah. in it too. And Mark also, he like, needs you in that zone too if you're playing together. And Mark's yeah, like, yeah, absolutely. And you know so too, like, it's like, dude, like if I start getting pissed, it's like, I don't like give up. Dude, and I can, when he gets pissed, I pick up my game. I mm-hmm. see it because I'm like, Cause I, I am not going to piss him off even sure. more. <laughs> I am not going to be kinda the like, victim I let of like, a lot of stuff slide with Mark just because like, he hasn't been playing basketball for as long as I have. And it's right. like, it's like pretty casual runs, but like some of the people like we play with, and I'm not going to say who, but like there are some people I just like, say do who? not like, I'm just kidding. no, but it's like, it's like, it's just this unspoken thing where it's like off the court. Like, yeah, like we're cool. Like whatever on the court. Like, Oh yeah. When, oh, yeah. I'm ready. Between the lines. Yeah. It's like, and you know, I'll tell you, like Julie's seen me at my competitive hottest. Yeah. Like almost to a detriment. Yeah. Did you guys click on that competitive like just oh, aspect? It's or we we're, still we're competitive day. in different ways. Yeah. But I mean I guess going back to that one intramural game, yeah. I vividly remember because me and Paul I I wasn't really like we were not like I don't think we were like friends at the time really. No, I was Wait since but like he, yeah, he was like that. hanging his head and I was like, What are you gonna do? Give up? Or like oh, yeah, legit yeah. in front of the whole gym. And then he just continued to sub himself out, and I was like, oh. in my head, all right, go time was, out. Contextually, it was like the biggest turnoff. And then I was like, oh, no, like fair. super cowardly, like, hey, hey, but because no. time out, all but right. She didn't know the context of when I met her. I met her after I had a pretty lame breakup. Oh, and rough. She didn't know me, real. Yeah. So and then beyond that too, it was uh. A guy on that team was like athletically superior to me, like someone I knew from back home. So like I knew his pedigree. Guy used to play uh uh at least in the trials for US like not US, uh Filipinos, like national team soccer for stuff. Oh so okay. he was at least on like, a world world class recognized level to get invites uh, into like trials yeah, and stuff for right. a national team, which is impressive enough. Yeah. So I'm playing with this dude and like ropes guy and whatever, whatever. But at the time, like she didn't know anything about me. She thought I was just a dude. Yeah. So She's like, Fast hey, forward, bro, the this guy's got to step up co- his game. Exactly, because the competitive part that clicks in, she doesn't know. Like, I don't. Really, I, at that time, I didn't really hoop. Like, I didn't take it seriously. I was already like, I was yeah. in flag football all the way. Yeah. Boom, boom. And then like, she comes out to watch me play one time for a tournament. Oh, and it's like, oh, a little for different. sure. Like you yeah. see, like, because I played quarterback too. Yeah. Sorry to interrupt your listening experience. This is your producer, Mark Bender. I just wanted to say thank you so much for sticking with us. And if you haven't yet, make sure to check out the description for Contra's Instagram our Instagram at locker.roomest2023 and rate our podcast wherever you are tuning in from. Again, sorry to interrupt. How the sports world has impacted us is kind of what it all ties back to. So like, we'll have Leader Taylor on, who's the guy who filmed our pot, uh, contra video. He's a hooper, like, and he played high school. And I've told him, like, dude, when you want to record, like, me and you will talk about it. And... You know, we'll talk about, you know, the love for the game, you know, fading out and you know, how you identify with that and how you change, which is, you know, something we've talked about here. I think it's just like reframing your mindset. Exactly. Cause it's not like, oh, in college, yeah, you want to win, win, win. But I mean, as you get to our age, it's like, oh, you need these things to make friends. You need yeah. these things to, yeah. mm-hmm. you know, stay mm-hmm. just active in yeah. general, right? Because you're getting older and like. Yeah, I'm like super protective over basketball now because it's like, it's my one like 
disconnect from business, whatever yeah. it is. So like, I can't even, I can't really, I think to this day, I don't really, I think, I don't know if I've like told Paul this, but like, <laughs> no, I'm not scared. <laughs> What's up? What? Well, you not told me. That like, we can't really play together. Or yeah, like, I, I'm very protective. I'm so protective that like, oh, if I, the game. if he starts to play with me, then I'm, it might affect the way I view basketball. Or like, oh. Because or she's like, seen my competitiveness and I've gotten better as I've gotten older. I've gotten wiser. Like, I was the toxic competitor before. Oh. Like, if, if oh. you beat oh. me at the game, we'd be fighting in the parking lot. Like, I, <laughs> yeah. people don't know me like that on yeah. here, obviously, because I've come a long way. But like. Man, I, I I can't lie. I can't go back to a park in too. San Diego because of this. Like I, it was that bad. Like, I mean, you shouldn't be worried now, but like back then, like I have firsthand accounts of other friends and people that can like say, yeah, I watched that happen with my own eyes. Yeah. So um, that was me before. Because to me, competition and we'll go back to what we were talking about earlier. How like I'm not from like a competitive background, like from like sports. Yeah. But like competition doesn't just exist in sport. And Absolutely. I think Absolutely. because of like my, my growing up circumstances and the people who are around me, competition was like life. Like yeah. you had to fight. Well, I mean, it exists in school, times. exists with the relationships, yeah. you know, yeah. it's like it's it starts. Everything just starts so young. Mm-hmm. It's like mm-hmm. I can you only know the examples that are presented to you. Exactly. So I had a lot of bad examples in retrospect. Yeah. But at the time, they were my only examples. Yep. So yeah. I thought they were good so examples. That, well, it's not necessarily that you thought they were good examples. It's just what it was. Yeah. Right. It's just your, right? envi- it's it's just what, your environment. For it's sure. like what you were talking about earlier. Your perception is your re- reality. Yeah. You know? And also, at the, well, I mean, at the end of the day, now I'm looking way back. Right. In my head, a lot of the values that I learned from those kind of confrontations, like, I know I have the minerals and I have, like, the metal within myself. Yeah. That. Oh, if it's going to be, like, a real, like, it comes down to like me or something else. I know I'm coming out of it. Yeah. Like uh-huh. no holds barred, no yeah. matter what. If like it comes down to that, I know I'll do everything in my power to protect it. Mm-hmm. Right. But I take that from a business standpoint, right? You take that mentality in your yeah. business. Mm-hmm. There's no rhyme or reason why a small business like us should be around for eight years. Mm-hmm. I have a couple of friends who in the college years that I met, they work in a corporate job and I had to hear it through another person that I we all play on the same fly football team, but like I had to learn about how people really thought about me. Like yeah. one guy literally had so much doubt that I would make it this far that he's like, no, you guys don't get it. He's not supposed to get this far. And when I heard that, I was just like. In terms of Contra. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was thinking not myself, like, is, is that like I had to come to terms with it at first. At first I was like hot. But then as I ran it back in my head over and over again, I was like, oh, no, he's just projecting what he can't do. Yeah. And that's okay. Well, yeah. it's like what it, it might be like what he wants to do. Mm-hmm. And but then he looks at you and he's like, wow. He's living this, vicariously, vicariously yeah. through you. Yeah. It's like, Maybe. wow, he's like he's doing what I want to do or he's doing better than I'm doing. And huh. then it's like well, it's that like, jealousy as well. Sometimes Maybe like, that. I mean, like we hear it a lot, like people that want to start a business think that they have to go to business school but that's not the case you know we, I, didn't tell you. I love talking about go. that julie i <laughs> love talking about that did we talk about you about how we lectured um a mba course here no way yeah so when we, first opened. That, when we first opened the shop a um master's um professor yeah was teaching elective in entrepreneurship yeah and he knew about us so he saw us email blah, 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 blah. 
hey, I'm going to bring my class in on these dates, whatever, whatever. Can you talk to him? I was like, yeah, sure. And then I was like, hey, what do you want to do? He's like, hey, you're the lecturers that day, whatever you want to do. I want a Q&A format. So we left it open. Mm-hmm. All right. This is going to kind of get like a lot of details are going like, to kind of just come out real quick. But yeah, like go. in that lecture, these are MBA students. Yeah. Right. Out of the people who attended, there was like one guy. His name's Tom. Shout out to Tom. Uh, he, he was probably the only like extra inquisitive one that could stick out to me. Mm-hmm. Fast forward, he graduates. I don't know his whereabouts. Yeah. Fast forward, probably what is like two years ago. Because something Stephen Lee. Oh, Shout out to Stephen Lee. Very talented. We were looking for an intern a year ago. Yeah. for like marketing and like graphic design and just branding. He does a little thing with us, you know, for whatever reasons. It doesn't like work out long term, but I hope he had a good time with us. He graduates. Been a long time student of us, uh, a customer of ours. He moves on. Don't know where his whereabouts. Then we hire someone who's been on board with us on and off, even throughout the pandemic. His name is Will. Shouts to Will. He helped with production for a little bit. And then he graduates, moves on, gets a degree in animation, moves on. He lands in a company that the Steven guy landed at. And the company that both of them are in oh my God. is MBA the student. studio that oh the MBA my God. Talk um, about person circle. started after wow. he graduated with an Whoa. MBA degree. For yeah. wow. And I, won't, I, I jokingly, like, I'll take credit. But he's got two people that have come through the Contra doors on his yeah. payroll now. And he also at least at one time crossed paths with us and actually had more like the relationship that y'all have with us currently. Yeah. He had that at the time. He actually gives wow. some. We actually know he, he rode a motorcycle and he got in a really bad accident. Oh. And then he came back for a lecture on a follow up, like in a cane or in a wheelchair. I was like, oh, dude, Tom, Ouch. what the hell? Like, you good? So when you build up these like honest conversations, these honest like relationships, yeah. like the world gets smaller. Yep. So yeah. and that all comes from like knowing that. Okay, I know I'm. I know where I'm gonna be with Contra, and I know like people really know mm-hmm. that I'm really real about this. So I just gotta like let things come to me, and then you start building off of yeah. the stuff you learn, right? Yeah, I think it's I was wild. like just the with Contra, it's like building off of passion, and just yeah. like with you know locker room, you guys are building off of just like mm. passion and just having a plan, yeah. Yeah. and then you just kind of keep going and see where it takes you. Well, I wanted to talk about earlier when you were saying when. You asked the question. Oh, sure. When Paul asked, are you okay with your like hobbies becoming a part of Contra? And I was thinking like for me, when I was ski racing, one yeah. of my hobbies was editing videos. Mm-hmm. I have like a little, I guess, montages of my training and, mm-hmm. you know, racing where I just put some edits together, you know, threw some music on and just kind of edited, <laughs> <laughs> edited the video. Edited the video to the music and mm-hmm. just kind of did my own thing. It was a little hobby. I did it on the side of ski racing, right? Yeah. Full circle now, that's that's what I'm doing yeah. for the locker right? room, right? Yeah. It's like it's become not just a hobby, but it's, I, I guess you could say my work, right? It's become my work right? at a certain mm-hmm. point. And right. I guess I also wanted to say, did you like kind of fall out of love of some of those uh, like passions? Because for me, I'm seeing like with editing, I used to purely enjoy editing. I remember in COVID, I, I was making like a kind of end of my career like edit video of like ski racing. I just wanted to like sum up my whole ski racing in an edit. Sure. And so I did that. I enjoyed every single second of that. Mm-hmm. I loved it. I like did that with that passion. It was like playing video games for me. I just like hyper focused on yeah. it. Now I edit some of these podcasts like 
literally maybe I don't know half an hour in. I'm like, I gotta take a break. Like, oh my god, yeah, bro, like this yeah. is oh rough. of course, yeah. 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 Do you so see like, yourself doing that? Oh, already. <laughs> yeah. Like since Contra, yeah. maybe the third, third year into the shop, maybe, or maybe when the shop opened. Yeah, Ooh. there's just so much to do. Yep. So like, you know, I used to bring my camera around everywhere, like before the shop opened, and like I used to do a lot of like, you know, like. I used to experiment a lot with like yeah. my camera and mm -hmm. like try different shooting styles and all this stuff. And then just business opened up, things got busy, switching focus. Mm -hmm. But I still had to take photos for right. like, you know, Contra's Instagram, whatever, whatever. Yeah. But I didn't enjoy it or I don't enjoy it in the yeah, same yeah, way. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. And like, so it kind of sucks. Mm -hmm. But you just don't find that same joy. I like accept it. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. I think if you but, come to terms with it, it's like it's kind of like yeah, that sacrifice we were talking about earlier. Are you willing to sacrifice that for everything else that's coming which through? Which, in my opinion, mm -hmm. some of it's given me a greater appreciation for it. Yeah, like when we, like yep. when Mark and I have that free time, you know, go out with our boys and like just like, or even just like go to a beach and just like relax, yeah, hang out. It's like I feel like. I've come to terms with like this podcast and basketball and like school. It's like, I have like a greater appreciation for it. And it's not like one of those sure. things where it's like, you don't know like, how good it is until it's gone. It's kind of like something we just realized with, it's just like a social change. Yeah. Yeah. It's going to happen. Like, man, it happens to us all the time. Yeah. yeah. It's still going to stay that way. Mm. No matter if you're still doing this or yeah. whatever you find your passion in, like, like you're going to find that like yeah. your socialization right. Yeah. Socialization is even a word. Socializing. Mm -hmm. It changes drastically because then like what you do is like the central. It's like it's the sun. It's the yeah. heliocentric thing that keeps everything else around it. Mm -hmm. So right. it's like I just hope that everybody in the world gets to find that heliocentric thing because if for themselves, mm -hmm. because those are the things we're protecting and sacrificing for. Whereas yeah. I think there's a lot of people who never even get introduced to the concept of passion right or finding their calling yeah. like there's a lot of people that are like life's all about making money and this is oh, and this, this all, cash. And this all ties lie. back to like what you said about people living vicariously through you mm -hmm. which ties i was gonna i was waiting to bring this up right after you said it <laughs> sure it's like so one of my favorite logic songs is celebration off no pressure and one of the most important bars he has like a couple lines where he goes most people want to tell you what to do because it's what they want to do if they had the opportunity to, but too scared. That's why they live vicariously through you. Mm -hmm. Everyone has the opportunity to, I believe everyone has the opportunity to do that, something. That reminds yep. me of a Jay-Z quote from back in the day. Yeah. It's like, uh, he says, um, they look at you strange, like you changed, like you expect me to work so hard to stay the same. Yeah. That's a good like, one. Like, it, it's, it's real. That's what I mean. And which ties back to like, what you're willing to sacrifice and i think how you perceive yourself yes mm -hmm. i think i don't know like i think about sometimes because like especially as someone who's like in this process of still trying to walk on like how i look at myself is probably like pretty different from how i think other people view me mm -hmm. which sure. i and yep, which i for yep. the longest time was just you know i was always kind of confused by it but now it's like i've been able to kind of just come to terms with it mm. what were like, the terms you've come to as far as like i don't think for me it's like 
I don't even think you knew this. I, you kind of know this. I felt like, as far as basketball is concerned, I felt like I've been like one of like the most like unluckiest. Uh, I would to say unlucky. Yeah. I would say just like underappreciated. Yeah, we did. We did okay. talk about this. And I told, I was telling Mark, my junior year, from my junior to my senior year, I went from a JV bench warmer as a junior to a varsity starter. Mm-hmm. In the span, of, and that was a mix you of no, not does not happen, and that was a mix of luck. We lead guys transfer, guys graduate, but that doesn't diminish like what I put in and the hours yep. I put in, and mm-hmm. like, and then I go into my senior year, I start two games and just like start just getting benched. And I'm yo, like, that happened to me, and I'm just like, I put up with it, and I was just, and I was there. It got so bad, like. We had a two-game, like, we had a week where we had two home games. It was, like, Tuesday game, Friday was senior night. And I mm-hmm. remember, like, played my Tuesday game, barely played. And I was pissed. Mm-hmm. And I remember, like, I came home and I told my parents, I was, like, I honestly might just quit and not even play on senior night. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm, like, I've been through it. What's the point? My parents are, like, you've come all this way. You have family coming out to visit you. Like, I don't care. You're playing. And I was like, you know, this is fine. So I woke up and like, went through it. My parents, I mean, my parents were right. Like, I didn't, like, and at the end of the day, like, I had five points on senior night. Mm-hmm. But those were, like, those buckets and the moments on senior night were the most rememberable parts of high school for me. Yeah. And I was like, it's a night I'll never forget. But it all ties back to, like, I feel like people perceive me as someone who was just, like, not someone who was unlucky, but someone who was just kind of like thought of themselves as better than what they actually are. Mm. And someone who has like, I wouldn't consider myself cocky, but I think Mark knows like I consider myself like pretty confident, especially yep. like in the way like I carry myself as someone who's just like I whatever. And I've talked to my parents about this and I had a project last semester where i had to interview my dad and my dad goes whatever you've done over the course of your life at the age of 19 is like whatever you put your mind to you have gone all in yeah whether it was and this was before the podcast this was like a month or two before and it was like whether it was basketball golf little things i did as a kid sure and it was just like whatever you put your mind to is like you didn't care you were going all in and it all circled back to like no one really knows who you are the way you do and which comes to terms of like you're the only person who truly knows yourself and it came to terms like i was just like at the end of the day like when it comes to people especially graduating high school it's like dude who cares sure yep and it was a conversation i just had to have i'm like you know what like whatever and which ties to like all ties to like one of the main reasons i want to walk on is I could finally, like, if I walk on, I can tell everyone from high school to shut up. Well, you can not like, only prove to them, but you can prove to yourself, too. And, like, to Absolutely. prove to myself, like, both have a anything is, like, yeah. positive. And I love the game. About, like, well, being a walk, like, if I walk on, I'm not going to play. And I've come to, like, I'm okay with that. I want to do just, I love the game. Mm-hmm. And if I realize... If I walk on and at the end of the, like, let's say I walk on next year and I realize, like, at the end of the year, I'm like, hey, like, I'm not enjoying it. 
that's fine. Mm-hmm. And, sure. You know, I don't want to say this, but like in theory, like if I were to walk on, go through a year and quit, like I can still say I did it. I can yep. still say like, you know what? If I have to come to terms like that, that's fine. I yeah. did it, mm-hmm. which is something over the past year of like just kind of being a little bit away from basketball in a sense has been like, it just, I've been heavily underappreciated. I feel like never got the respect, not e- not only from like coaches, but like other teammates where it's like, it was just something where it all just kind of came this like snowball effect where now it's like the podcast has been an outlet for me away from basketball. It's been a way to look at myself differently in the sports world, which is probably like what Contra has been to you guys. Mm-hmm. And you can probably reflect on your basketball experience yeah. from just your passion going into Contra. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You right? said, you said you kind of had a similar thing. Happen yeah. I mean, that's why yeah. I quit. So I didn't have someone like my parents were not like your parents or they were like, Asian, Oh no, you should. Asian yeah, kid problems. exactly. So they're, Sports wasn't like a so priority or anything, yeah. but I was like, I have two older brothers. Um, the oldest one didn't play sports. Mm-hmm. The other one played tennis, but I was the only one playing an actual like yeah. team ball sport. team sport. Yeah. And like, so I got pulled up to varsity like my sophomore, junior year, like mid. For the playoff run. Didn't you say? Mm-hmm. I was practicing with, them up, I was on up. JV, but I was practicing with varsity. And then when I was actually on varsity, I was starting all summer, like feeling pretty good. Like season tournaments, mm-hmm. all that stuff. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. But, and then preseason, I was starting and all of a sudden I get benched. So I'm like, what's going on? Like, I didn't change. My work ethic didn't change. Like, yeah. you know, I didn't, I don't know. And I never really got like closure as to why, yeah, which yeah. is fine. But then uh our coach at the time, we were a winning we were winning like all the, the league championships and stuff. And then uh as I was just like sitting on the bench, I was like wondering like, oh like putting in all this work and running like lines and like You're not even like why not even getting why? to like play. Yeah. 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 And like in high school, like a lot of your like my teammates at the time, they're like kind of bitchy and stuff like that. So yeah. Like, oh, I don't need to be around that. Yeah. And then, so it just kind of caught up to me. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna quit. Yeah. yeah. And then I quit. But then I look back, and I'm like, dang, I wish I didn't because of just the team aspect. Yep. You don't get that anywhere. Uh, you don't get that crazy. team feeling. You don't get that like that winning feeling oh even if i was on the bench but you, you still get to celebrate yeah yeah like, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. you know yeah because you're crazy. a part of that team mm-hmm. you yeah. feel like you're you still did some mm-hmm. you know yeah so like yeah it's just like mm-hmm. that like yeah team competition like yeah. what am i trying to say mm-hmm. i don't know what are you trying to say <laughs> <laughs> I don't mean that in like a move in that challenging way. No, I'm no, just no. Like, yeah, it's I like, want to encourage you to so go important. deeper. I feel like you, you know? know what you're trying to say. Yeah. You just need to bring it up. Well, I had like why doesn't know this. Uh, my parents do, but that was kind of the reason why I chose ski racing. Because when coming 
at a middle school. I was doing both soccer and ski racing. I was ski racing in the winter and I was playing soccer in the spring, summer, mm-hmm. and fall. And so uh, my parents and I had a conversation. I remember this like so, I literally have a picture in my brain. We were sitting in my room, uh, <laughs> top floor of our old house. And they're like, what do you want to do? You need to choose because we, you have an opportunity of a lifetime to go to a ski academy. And not they were they were telling me like you're so privileged like we've worked our asses off for excuse my language we've worked so hard for this for you you've seen the work that we've put in and we want you to reap those benefits mm-hmm. and so soccer I'm, I'm not gonna lie I'm an average soccer player right I don't have that talent I don't have that crazy skill I just have good vision mm-hmm. but I was playing on a club team because we didn't have my age for some reason we didn't nobody my age wanted to play soccer where I was from mm-hmm. and so I was at a club team and we had to drive you know 45 minutes to practice and it was like right after school I go to practice you know in Reno 45 minutes away then I got to drive 45 minutes back do my homework at night it was like just so much stuff yeah, yeah. and I wasn't starting I was not good of a player and then I had some weird knack for being a goalkeeper and so I'd like pop in goalkeeper at some times just so I could play because mm-hmm. I hate I hate playing keeper everybody He's on my told club team this. <laughs> everybody on my club team knows this I hate playing goalkeeper because I don't get to run I don't get to be a part of the game I feel yeah, like yeah. and I, I'm just good at it for some reason a lot of my teammates like dude play keeper I'm like bro I hate playing I can't play keeper anyways I was playing keeper but I was telling my coach like I don't want to do this my coach didn't really like me because I wouldn't basically do what he wanted me to do is just play keeper mm-hmm. and so he'd sub me in on the field sometimes I wasn't the best but I was okay and so when it came to choosing between skiing and soccer I was like dude I don't really like skiing I'm good at right I'm getting yeah. like top five top ten uh at my age I'm like pretty good so I'm like okay I can either go into skiing which I don't love as much as soccer but I'm doing good in mm-hmm. or I can try to stick with soccer and soccer is like I had to stay on the club team because nobody my age wanted to play soccer so we didn't have a high school soccer team at the public high school Mm -hmm. and i didn't want to go to that i didn't have a good relationship with the coach i had a couple good relationships on the team but they weren't like good enough to stay you know Mm -hmm. these weren't like my friends because i didn't go to school with them they lived half an hour from me completely different social life so that is what got like pushed me all the way into ski racing so i didn't have uh, you know, the time on the field to fall in love with the sport as much as I did like with skiing. So mm-hmm. a little side quest story there of Mark yeah. Bender. Which kind of you know ties into like bad coaching. It's just like Oh my God. You you're you're dealt uh, a bad hand unfortunately sometimes. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Well mm-hmm. it's like one thing I just can't wrap my mind around because for me I'm I have like this really inclusive type of mindset where it's like I don't care if you're bad at the game. Mm-hmm. come play with me share the love yeah. of the sport yeah. yeah right if you're like Wyatt I know Wyatt does this if Wyatt were just another person who didn't know me he would not want me on my team sure. get that kid off my team he doesn't know how to make a bucket <laughs> that's, but because that's we have a, <laughs> yeah yeah you know it's true. oh 100 <laughs> but because we have a good relationship he wants to play with me he wants to share the love it's of the bigger his picture. sport right yeah. exactly and so coaches I just don't understand it these kids are so young. Like when I was in middle school, 
It's like, bro, I'm in sixth grade, you know, seventh grade. I'm this little kid just who loves to play soccer, just wants to get on the field. And you're only going to put me on the field for the last five minutes of the game when nothing I do matters. It's like yeah. all to what? Win a game for a bunch of middle school kids? Like, what does that do to you? Yeah. It, yeah, it's it's I, like, come on, bro. It's one of the weird things with team sport, right? Because if you look at the people put together the team sometimes, it's like, you just have access. You're not fit to actually do the job. Yeah. Right. And then it becomes like you got to play the inner politics of a team. And then it's like, yeah. are we focused on the inner politics? Or are we focused on getting these kids better? Yep. And I feel like a lot on the majority, I'm willing to make the estimation. The majority of people who are particip- participating in youth sports and amateur sports, they're only doing it because they have access to it. They're not really good at what they do. Yeah. But they do it because they like the other things that come with it. It's like we talked about previously. Mm-hmm. Do you love the game or do you love what the game brings you because you are good at it? Wow. Yeah. And it's like, for hey, me, I, I love the game. Clip that. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. But it's, it's true, though, right? Yeah. Like, yeah. we've seen, we all can picture a bunch of people in our head that we know that are, like, the ones who are just, like, really good at it. And they're like, I'm just staying around and holding the spot oh. because I know I'm good at this. But you know they don't love it. Yeah. I mean, it's nice that, like, I mean, with Contra, where Paul and I are at now, it's like, I think it's both. Like, oh, we love it, and we love what it brings mm. us. Yeah. Not just money. Yeah. It's just, I mean, like, <laughs> money like comes and living, goes, though. Yeah. I mean, like, that's the reality of life. Like, like right. oh, we're able to at least live for out us. our dreams because we built this thing, and it's like, oh, it's helping us survive and, like, put food on our table. Mm-hmm. But meeting you guys and just, like, yeah. that's the bigger picture. That's, right. like, the intangible stuff uh-huh. that, yeah. like, no one no one sees no one sees well, well, it's like yeah. for me too as a customer a loyal customer of contra mm. coffee and tea um, Man. <laughs> i hate paying i hate spending money but for me i'm willing to give you guys my bank account Man. to have this like well. like to have that access it's like that coffee you know brings so much more than just a transaction mm. or just right? a drink it, or just a, or just that satisfaction of mm. drinking the coffee right mm. it's like okay yes i come to contra to get my coffee i come to contra to have a conversation with the barista i come to contra mm. to meet other people there i come to contra to look at the <laughs> new clothes i think for ass, me yeah. like right yeah the coffee is an added thing of what i enjoy about contract no it's and just this a goes part of back it. to your guys Thank vision you. yeah. so much bigger than just coffee mm-hmm. or so much bigger than just like the establishment itself it's a community it's a it's you a know what i mean it's yeah. it's a lot of things but well, you know the community that brings with it i'll admit that we don't get here though without the influence of sport mm-hmm. and oh, i think that's why the type of, like the two things i want to touch on like we all touched on was the underappreciated nature that's why Damian Lillard is up on the vision board. Like go. people don't know, like what's this dude doing? And like even for pizza, like, yeah, people, like people don't even know. Shop. Oh, what? someone asked this the other day, and oh, I yeah. was like, it was right when I was leaving the shop, and I was uh, in a bit of a time rush. I didn't have time. I was sure. like, they're like, why do they have Dame there? And I was ready. To oh like, no! So, didn't have the chance to answer. That. I can't remember who it was, but but that underappreciatedness, and yeah. I guess uh, all right. So we're conscious position, and if I were to say in like the coffee and tea we're not space at all. What, we don't get recognized yeah. and that's totally okay by design but it's like hey you cannot deny that we are good yeah because oh, it, for sure right. so it's like 
we play that Damian Lillard role, that underappreciated role, the underdog role, because yeah. we didn't have all the access. We bootstrapped the business up to this point. We took mm-hmm. out no loans. We got through pan- the pandemic, thank God. Like, it's somehow, crazy. So yeah. Somehow, some way. And yeah. I don't question it because it's like everything. Like, we had a buddy lose his business. Mm-hmm. So, like, we know how fragile this stuff is. And I guess mm-hmm. the thing you're talking about, too, is, like, how it doesn't define you. Now we're at this, like, very, like, watershed moment for us where it's, like, we have to kind of reevaluate what exactly it is we do uh-huh. here now. We are not simply just the operators anymore. Yeah, I feel like right. you guys have become, like, a community builder. The people who are, like... Unintentionally, too. Unintentionally, it's, like, you got, you are the ones on top who have just brought this people together. Thank you. Brought yeah. these people together. Mm-hmm. I mean, you basically were the... I mean, one of the big reasons we have a podcast. I mean, oh yeah, for sure, absolutely. I, mean, I can't take any credit, but, the, but thank the you. crazy no, thing the is credit. like take the credit. You deserve Honestly, it. Yeah, All right, I'll give it. Yes, yeah, <laughs> we made the video. <laughs> Contra made this. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> what are you gonna say to If we were any other business, like oh, if it was like corporate or whatever, like I don't know, it might not feel like a community space. Mm-hmm. Oh, there yeah. wouldn't be a community space because you're anymore. able to communicate to me directly that like you don't mind spending money with us. That that confirms that what we've done and all the work and what the continual work will be is going to honor that. Yeah. Because like, I say the same thing to Todd. I continue to spend money on his clothing, not just because I like it because I want to support him too. It's like the, this goes back to the thing, the access you get versus the love you have for it. Right. Mm -hmm. It's like, yeah, I spend so much money. Todd gives me some deals sometimes. It's great to get some deals. But at the same time, I just enjoy looking at the clothes he's got. I enjoy talking to him about thrifting. I enjoy talking to him about fashion and about, you know, oh, yeah, you coming out to the <laughs> sun? Yeah, hey, April 30th. Sunday SoCal Market, right? Yeah. So it's like things like that. It's like that love I have. I'm willing to spend the money I earn. Right. For that, right? Because I feel like, you know, money isn't just something that you buy material goods with, but you can use it for so much more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it it is purely like material transaction, mm-hmm. but it's like you can get so much more out of that, yeah. right? So how much money is that worth? Is that $15 t-shirt worth purely $15? Or is it worth that $15 t-shirt plus a conversation you get with Todd Plus, you know, he gives you some life advice or some advice on other things about, you know, thrifting or fashion or something like that. Mm -hmm. You know, it's like, what is it? All the intangibles. Right. Yeah. And that stuff is like, I mean, what you value. Uh Comes full circle. And, you know, what we all value and. You know, to kind of say a couple final words. Oh, my God. We, we held you guys we, here yeah, so long. We held you so a little But ain't nothing new for us. Like, yeah. trust. we're in the neighborhood, so it's not too much of a thing. I think yeah. it's just more us trying to, like, you know, nah, we're getting older. But yeah. it's not even that. Like, we, we can keep up. It, yeah. Don't worry about it. There's we'll a lot to that. talk about. Yeah. There's yeah. plenty. Like, and I think we could go all I mean, it, seriously we could we had like time, i'm not like i would me yeah. and julie would probably we might have to me and julie might have to just go on by ourselves <laughs> and just talk like our basketball experiences yeah he's just like, some funny briefly, stories. like hearing from you i probably share a lot more in common with you mm. than you would honestly mm-hmm. think there's so many parallels too with like just basketball i mean yeah we talk about it we don't learn the the, the value Life. of community without going through the game Yep. Right. Of of this whole journey. It goes too. back to that team aspect. Yeah. Julie was talking team about. Aspect. You don't you don't get that 
in much other places. Yeah. And so I still miss it to this day. Like yeah. I still, like I talk, I talk to Wyatt about this whenever I see my homies on Instagram or on social media, right? Just posting them skiing. It's like, damn, I miss it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I can never get, I can never get those 14 hour flights going to Italy back again with my team. I can never mm-hmm. get those dorm nights or those, uh, you know, hotel stays. I can never get yeah. the going, hey, you want to go out and get some Italian pizza? Or like, yeah. you want to go s- just ski just mm-hmm. stuff like that i yeah. will never be able to get again so it's like appreciating right. that as yeah. well just like you at your senior yeah. night you only yep. get that one time you, you appreciate every moment and yeah with that it's, being said we've appreciated every moment of this conversation every moment <laughs> of the relationship we've built yeah. to this day to the present yeah. yeah coffee videos basketball runs coming soon potentially some content going there we'll see Mm -hmm. that being said this concludes our first episode of swish stories the side series to the locker room do you guys know the outro off the top of your head nope no oh i'm just (laughs) so it's like we're story uh, this is where sports unite us and stories inspire us yeah Yeah, so that being said i'm wyatt lister this is our first version of Sports Stories, where sports unite us and stories inspire us with Paul and Julie, the great owners of Contra Coffee and Tea to infinity and beyond. <laughs> We're going to stay cooking. Peace out. <laughs>